0: Welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. If you are here, you are listening to a very special episode. This is one of four episodes from our four-part series called Your Metamorphosis Manifesto unleashing your magnetism in 2024 so welcome we are so excited to welcome you into this beautiful four-part series as we leap into a new year and just a little side note if you're catching up on this past the new year please stick with us it doesn't matter whether it's the end of a year the beginning of a year the beginning of a new chapter in life in business what we are covering in this four-part series is so relevant to any type of metamorphosis that you may be wanting to go through or are ready for or are currently going through so just to introduce the four part series episode one goes into the topic of mastering your energy it is something that we think is so important when you are opening a new page a new chapter Especially, you know, with the goals and the dreams that you've got down, written down, whether it's on a vision board or in your journal or in your mind, part of this process is so around energy and what vibration you are at, what frequency do you show up in? So we really dive deep into this topic for episode one as we kick the series off episode two is all about intentional proximity one of my favorite favorite topics the goals that we achieve and what we create in our life our mindset what we manifest and cultivate has everything to do with your proximity and so we want to talk about being really intentional with this who is in your circle of influence who are you allowing into your orb and whose orb are you entering we think this is such a key topic when we talk about being magnetic and unleashing what it is that you're ready to dive into proximity is key after all we are the average of the top five people we hang around with most so we go deeper into this conversation and really give you some tools and resources to utilize to make sure you're entering this new chapter with intention. Episode three of the four part series is all about unshakable self-worth and confidence. And you know what, we know what it's like. We've set goals before where we have had the intention and we have the desire and we have the vision of what it is that we want to create. And then there's just those little, glass ceilings, the speed bumps, the self-limiting beliefs that get in the way that elongate the journey there. So this episode is all about removing anything that's getting in your way, in particular, your own self, and really stepping into the energy and the power of unshakable self-worth and having confidence to step forward, not only towards the goals that you've set, but also having confidence in yourself that you're worthy of that. And last but not least, episode four of the four part series we talk about magnetizing your best year yet we talk a little bit on goal setting some of the strategies that we use at this time of year and we share that with you we've got some beautiful free templates for you to use and download but most of all and most importantly of all i should say magnetizing your best year yet really does come down to clarity. So we help you get really clear on what it is that you even want. And we talk about the 10 areas of life that you can start to set some goals in and set some intentions for as we enter this new chapter. So I just wanna welcome you to this four part series. We're so excited for you to binge listen to all of this goodness. Make sure you start from the beginning and enjoy. We can't wait to hear what it is that you take away from
1: this series. Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business podcast. We are your hosts. I am Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together To have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible.
0: And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, But my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do. But my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth, and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Welcome to the Babes Talking Business podcast. I'm so excited for this little four-part series called Your Metamorphosis Manifesto. It's a four-part series for unleashing your magnetism in 2024, which means for the next four weeks, we are going to be dropping an episode that's part of this four-part series to help you not only wrap the year up nicely and strongly and in your power and in your full energy, but to really help everybody enter the new
1: year, 2024. Can you believe it, Loz? like a box. like we're talking about the end of the year like where did this year go but i'm also really excited because this is my favorite time of the year and one of my favorite things to do is like goal setting vision casting and i think if you leave that for something you do in january you're already behind the eight ball so i'm really excited for us to be having those conversations now because i think coming towards the end of the year is a really cool time to check in with your energy and think about what are you doing the groundwork for now to help you start 2024 strong and it's not always about the action although that is a part of it there's also the energetics and checking in and thinking about like what is the vision how do I want to show up and how am I currently doing that work to help me show up come the first of 2024.
0: Not only that I love Ed Milet's um, theory called separation season because this is the season where so many people switch off. They go offline, they take a step back and there's nothing wrong with that. But then you've got that next level type of human entrepreneur who's like, I'm using this as my season to separate myself from the rest and get in front. And I love using this season for that. I love using it, like you said, vision casting, setting goals, reflecting, but also really getting very super clear on who it is that I am becoming in the next year. So we thought we would kick off this episode and this four-part series all around your energy, all around really just nailing it. And, um, yeah, I thought that'd be a great way to open up this four-part series because energy is everything. And I think what, the way that you bring yourself into any scenario and the energy that you hold is, yeah, it's it's so important. It's, it's everything.
1: Yeah. One of my sayings is that your energy introduces you before you even say anything when you walk into a room. Like people feel you and they already make a judgment of you. When you walk into a room without even having to say anything, energy is something that's felt, and it's not even physically, if you're working in the online space like we are, your energy is also felt through your social media, your post, your copy, if you're showing up on your Instagram stories. So um, I'm excited to be having this conversation and talking about what we personally do to manage our states and our energy, but also how you can harness that and get really clear on how you want your energy to be going forward as well.
0: So let's get right into it. Let's talk about mastering our energy. Um, I want to ask you to go first, Liz. I want to know, like, as a mom and as a business owner who, like, is running so many things, like juggling all the balls, wearing all the hats. How is it that you master your energy at a personal level, first and foremost?
1: Yeah, I. It probably sounds really cliche, and you've probably heard a hundred times, but this is how I visualize it, is that you can't pour from an empty cup. And as a business owner, you, you're a servant leader, like whether you're serving your clients, you're serving your team. And if you aren't filling up your cup first, it means, I know for me, especially as a mom, I wake up with my cup empty. And then if you're pouring from there straight away, you, my go to feeling comes, I end up feeling frustrated in the conversations that I'm having in the energy for the day. I feel resentment towards my business and towards clients and towards team. So, the way that I get in, tro- in control of my energy is I make sure I fill up my cup first, and that looks different for different people. So, a question to ask yourself is what gives you energy? What nourishes you? And throughout different seasons of life, especially even different seasons of motherhood, as Stevie goes through different milestones as well, what feels good to me? and what is manageable and what I can do at the start of the day looks different. But right now what gives me energy and how I fill up my cup in the morning is I have a warm cacao, I get out in the sunshine, we just have a really lazy morning. Um, I make sure I move my body and every day, most days it means I go to the creche and go to the gym because there's a creche there so I can move my body. Um, And putting music on, just having dance parties in in the kitchen with Stevie in the morning, just getting high vibe, getting to a place where I actually feel I think the, tip on the trick to this is you've actually got to feel joy and gratitude in your body they're the highest I think you've talked about this really well too there's like a um image that you talk about in our coaching containers what, what's that yeah, called the like emotional
0: the, guidance scale yeah what's the
1: highest what's the highest emotion Vi- vibration it's love and it joy yeah so I think what, when you're filling up your cup what gives you love and joy and because when you can embody that the quickest way to get to those feelings is essentially how you then can pour from your overflow. So for me in the morning and for right now, that's, yeah, music, it's cacao, it's just like peace and quiet in the mornings without the TV, without podcasts, without um, any business or anything. Um, But like I said, throughout different seasons, what has given me love and joy has looked different and also what I can actually commit to because there's been times where that used to be a podcast for me, getting out straight away and putting podcasts in my ears. What about you? How do you, do you do the same? Like, do you make sure you fill up your cup or what does filling your cup up look like?
0: I have, and I have always put myself first and my health and wellness and because I know how much it affects my energy and my state. But more recently, like maybe in the last six months, I've taken it to a whole new level and really invested in my energy and mastering my energy. Um, So... I have a little routine with Maddie. So um, every second morning, so we alternate mornings, we'll go and do like two hours for ourselves um, while the other person has Rue at home, which is really nice. Like sometimes that means me doing a class at 5.15 in the morning, but I don't mind. Like I love getting up with the sun and I love like that time of morning where the whole house is sleeping and I just sneak off. Um, so yeah, I have been doing that. And then I recently joined a beautiful bathhouse that's down the road for me. Um, and so I'll do a gym class and then I'll go to the bathhouse. So I'll do a bit of a sauna, cold, um, immersion, hot immersion, steam room, Um, and that that's me every second day. So I get that. And then every alternate day, Maddie goes and does that for himself or he'll go for a surf or something. So he's mastering his energy as well. But the days that I like wake up with Rue and I've got him first thing in the morning, I'm the same. Like we, first of all, I love moving my body. I just, I have to get out of the house. So we have a little routine. We take Hossie down to the beach. She does her poo in the dunes. (laughs) Ruby's just like running around throwing sand everywhere. We're getting that first sunlight, which oh my gosh, it's so so good. The first 40 minutes of sunlight is the most powerful sunlight because it has no UV in it. Um, so the science that shows what it actually does for your energy. So we're out there, we're looking at the sun, we don't have sunnies on, um, and I'm really just like basking in that energy. And then we'll have some breakfast saying we've got the tunes on, I've got my little playlist my playlist that's called worthy. And I've got all my favorite songs in there. We've got a little bit of cuff it by Beyonce, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, all the songs that like put me really high vibe. We have brekkie, we've got songs playing, we having a dance party, and then I'll go for a walk with Rue for about 45 minutes to an hour in the pram. Um, And that—that's literally all I need for me to be able to be high energy. It means that I'm a present mom. It means that I'm like not frustrated or getting irked or triggered by toddler things, which can so like happen so easily sometimes, especially at this age that they're at. It's just like you know, so
1: busy, so so manic. Oh (laughs) my god!
0: But that doing that for me is like I'm a good mom. I'm an epic wife. And then because I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not like my phone's just on do not disturb pretty much 24 7 anyway. But I'm not allowing myself to look at that. I'm not looking at social media. I'm not looking at my emails. I'm not looking at my work. The first few hours of the morning really are for me. And that's all I need. That's literally all I need. Um, So it means that then when I do start work later in the day, I'm so joyful and so happy. Like even jumping on this podcast today with you, Loz, like I'm high vibe. Like my whole morning was high vibe. It was so, so good. I didn't even check my phone until I put Rui down for a nap at eleven thirty. And that, like to me, is mastering my energy.
1: Yeah. And I know we've spoken, we've been pretty open and transparent. Our whole, like, I think we're coming into eight years of business now, what business looked like for us. And there was a time when we we're really building this and we didn't have two three hours in the morning to master our energy but it doesn't take that long so like maybe you've got to jump straight into your business when you start your day but it's taking those five 10 15 minutes to do mm. the meditation or have a nice like lemon water out in the sun or whatever brings you those emotions so you can really feel the gratitude and the love and the joy ask yourself what anchors and what brings you those emotions because you not only like Shen said like you feel better and you have a better capability to respond to things with love and joy but people will feel your energy when you show up for your business. And that's when you start becoming magnetic. And you'll just notice it's like that whole piece when it comes to manifestation, I guess is what this, this manifesto is. You can start attracting people too, because you're showing up in the right energy first. Mm. And yeah, like reflecting back on
0: when I was in a different season of life, when I wasn't a mom and I, I was like, go, go, go. And, you know, I was putting in more hours into my business a day. I was in build mode, grow mode, I was definitely like more in my masculine then, which was amazing for that season of life, because look at my life now, like I needed that for this now. But looking back at what my mornings looked like back then, I did what was called the miracle morning, which is an amazing book by Hal Edrod. Um, and it's a simple, it's a little simple acronym, acronym my savers. Um, gosh, I have to think about what they all, all are now. M is meditation. Well, I'm, I'm not going to go through it. I'm going to let you guys get the book because it is really amazing and worth the read. But literally he talks about in that book, you can do it for five minutes and boom, you've mastered your energy just in five minutes by doing the savers. So, um, yeah, different season of life now. It looks different. And to be honest, it like the first, I'm going to say the first year of motherhood, I really I really struggled with mastering my energy in the mornings because it was a new, like routine, like life was different. I was like, how am I meant to master my energy when like, I think I've said it on this podcast before, really just was like awake six times a night. So I was so sleep deprived, so exhausted. I was waking up in the morning, just so tired and I didn't know what I could do or how it could look to, yeah, master my energy when I was in that low state. So whether you're a mum or not, it doesn't matter. Maybe you find yourself coming across some days where you are in a low state, whether it's like you're like me currently right now, you're not sleeping very much or whatever it might be. You might have stresses at home or at work. Um, or there might be something happening in your world that is really pulling your energy down. Let's talk a little bit about how do we master our energy in those times? Cause it's all well and good to like have a plan of action for 2024 to wake up and master our energy. But what happens when shit hits the fan, like in the middle of the day
1: (laughs) or, or like the week or the month, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love this conversation because how I've always done this, I know, I think we have another podcast on this as well is um, playing above the line. So you've probably if you haven't heard of it before, it's like there's life, right? And there's playing life above the line where you take total radical responsibility for just your life, the way you respond to things, the way you your energy, pretty much how you respond to things, because like you can't control everything that happens in life. Sometimes life shit does get thrown at you, and the only thing you do have control over is how you respond. And a lot of the times people can play below the line. So it comes to um blaming other people for what's happening, shaming yourself or justifying why it's not fair or why this is happening to you. And so when shit's happening throughout the day, because like you said, like you fill up your cup at the start of the day and it's all great. And then by the end of the day, you can have an empty cup again, especially if things just keep getting <laughs> thrown your way. Um, it's I keep having my pep talk to myself. So if something happens to me and I feel my favorite flavor of frustration is favorite flavor of suffering for me personally is frustration i get frustrated um but there's a really cool saying that frustration is just misplaced expectation so if you feel those feelings coming out to the day it's because you're putting you're placing an expectation that doesn't belong on someone else it's actually in you and you're wow. playing below the line and you're doing the whole shaming blaming and justifying so if something's come up throughout the day i catch myself if i do any of those things like you know what lauren yeah, maybe it's not fair, maybe that was uncalled for, but how can you take radical responsibility for how you're going to respond and the energy you're going to hold? Because that's the only thing you do have responsibility over. And if you play into that story of like, that wasn't fair, that person didn't deserve to speak to me like that, blah, 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 blah that still doesn't change the narrative and it just you're just giving yourself a permission slip or an excuse why you can respond poorly so instead of holding yourself to a higher standard and managing your energy and being like you know what how do I want to respond to that how would that Lauren that is a beautiful present mom understanding nurturing business owner leader how would she respond and i just hold myself to a higher standard and Look, I don't always get it right. I'll admit that. I think we're human. But if you get it wrong and you catch yourself going, playing below the line, it's also about having that, I guess, the awareness to apologize. and Like, hey, you know what? I've had some time to sit with that. I'm really not proud of how I responded. This is how I would have loved to responded. Like, can we talk about that? So that's kind of what I do. It's it's the responsibility game of taking responsibility for your energy throughout the day. Do you Mm -hmm. have anything that you'd speak into on that? first of all, I just want to say that you do actually
0: do that really well. I love like when you do reflect on something and you turn around and you're like, yeah, wow, (laughs) I've sat on that or I slept on that and I'm not really proud of how I did that or, or whatever. Like you always take such radical responsibility. And I love that about you. It's one of the things I really do love about you, Lizzie. Thanks for me. Um, I am a little bit of like I really reflect on things and I'll sit with things for probably longer than the typical person um but I really love to journal things out that's like my that's that's how I'm able to come to the meaning of it all or see the silver lining in what's happening or understand the perfection in it and i always say it's funny i always say this to everybody who's going through something like there is perfection in this and it is god spirit source the universe conspiring right now it doesn't feel fair and it doesn't make sense but you will have hindsight eventually and it will all make so much sense and i know that because i think about all the challenging times i've had in my past and now with hindsight like isn't hindsight such a beautiful thing I feel like it's just like a little sprinkle of wisdom because you get to look back and you're like, oh, that had to happen that way for this amazing thing to then happen. So some of my journaling prompts that I can think of on the top of my head are um, like, what's the truth in this? That's one of my favorite questions, especially when someone or something is triggering me and it's like reflecting back to me something that I'm not liking, whether it's about myself or it's about them. I'm always asking myself, what's the truth in it? Um, Or what am I learning out of this situation? Um, How is this making me a better person? Um, And so reflecting as much as it's super uncomfortable because the truth always is so uncomfortable, it will take me a few days to be like, you know what? I actually don't care about this anymore. I'm not polarized on this situation and I've mastered my energy to a place where I'm like equilibrium. Like I'm in the middle. I'm here nor there. It's good nor bad. I'm like not happy or sad. Like it's just it is what it is and it's just perfection. So I will actually put all of my journal prompts in the show notes for this episode because they are really helpful. I've got about 8 um, and they're just my go-to. They're my go-to journal prompts to really help me. And I think it's it's so powerful to actually write it out on paper. Don't like look at the question and think about it or type it up. I always say writing in a journal has like a superpower in it that nothing else can ever, ever override. Um, and yeah, just if like I look at my journals now over all the times I've had something really shitty happen, and it's just like you're pen just doesn't stop writing and then you start to equilibrate like the situation. So that's another way I guess you can master your energy in a low state.
1: Yeah, so powerful. Something I think you even taught me, and this is something I used to teach kids working in child protection, just even about emotional regulation. And it comes back to that whole filling your cup, like analogy. But you talk about having a joy menu and I think even just things like that today, like managing your state is feeling when you feel like something's triggered you or something's like something's mm-hmm. made you pour from your cup like having a list of things that raise your vibe and like there might be some that you can't do right on the spot but I'm sure there's lots that you can do it might be like three breaths it might be journaling like Shen said to like kind of get rid of the icky energy and try get back to a centered equilibrium or for me it's like a quick music it's a meditation it's a cuddle with Stevie it's um like there's just so many things so even enjoying menu I know it's something we talk about in our holistic mm. health program as well we've got a couple of master classes on mental health and happiness i know this is something that it's an easy thing to do but something you can has a quick reference to help you throughout the day to just fill up your cup and bring you back into a joyful state
0: yeah yeah just ask yourself the question like what are your values in life what's really important and live life in accordance to those every day like schedule it in um, I'm like I've got my journal right next to me actually and I'm just looking at some of the things I've written in here like you know ask yourself what are you super inspired about what's like your life declaration that you like you want to aim to achieve and, and be have do um, but yeah the joy menu is really really powerful. And even, I know this is getting like a little bit into in the intricacies, but if you were to write down your joy menu, like everything that brings you joy and then divide it in things that you can do daily off that list, things that you can do weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, and then seasonally. So like some of my seasonal joy menu items, just for an example, is like sitting in front of a fire like you wouldn't do that in summer, right? So that's like a winter thing um, or like sunbaking in the sun. That's a summer thing. So really break it up because when you can break it up in daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, and seasonally, you can then literally schedule it in to your calendar. So like you schedule meetings, appointments, your nails, your hair, your skin, like all that stuff, you literally put your joy menu items into your calendar like it's a date with yourself. And that is my ultimate way of mastering my energy because I know I'm putting myself first before anything and everything else. And if someone says to me, Hey, Shan, like are you free for a Zoom meeting at one o'clock? Look at my calendar. And I'm like, no, actually I'm at the sauna at
1: that time. Can you do too? (laughs) And that in itself
0: is really powerful.
1: Yeah, and if so this is something that I really struggle with and I know I talk about um, some of my self-limiting beliefs around this in my book, The Surrender Project, and something I anchored into a lot is the belief, and I believe it now. I used to just say it until I convinced myself that I believed it, but joy-inducing activities are money-producing activities. Mm. It comes back to the whole energy thing. Like if it brings you joy, it's going to raise your vibration, it's going to make you magnetic, which is going to help you make more money. So this is something that you feel yourself feeling guilt around and maybe it's the whole working if it's not productive, and a lot of us women have these things right? if it's not productive, it's not like it can't be prioritized. But joy inducing activities are money producing activities. You yeah, know that one down.
0: And the proof with that is literally yesterday, I had my weekly meeting with my assistant Beck, who is a superhuman. She's amazing. We were having a chat, and as I was walking her to her car, she was like, You know what? I've just got to say, and I'm going to tell Maddie. But you investing in your bathhouse has like done wonders for you because literally when I'm in the sauna or in the cold pool, I'll get downloads. Like things will just drop in and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go implement that. Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And she literally said to me yesterday, walking out the door, like that has been the best investment for you. I have seen you change in your energy so much. So I want to wrap this episode off by asking you, the listener, the question, what is it that you can implement today, or this week, or this month, or before 2023 ends, that's going to allow you to master your energy so that you enter 2024, worth feeling worthy, feeling so aligned, feeling on fire, ready, inspired, and as a visionary for your life and your future? That is your homework. Go and check out the, um, the show notes. Some journal prompts will be in there for you. And we will see you in the next episode uh, of this four-part series. We're so excited. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week. See you guys soon.